guys doing this is behind the goal podcast my name is drew i have a guest on by the name of curtis if you want to introduce yourself tell me a little bit about yourself uh hi i'm curtis um love sports and tonight's the draft so yeah i'm excited for this episode uh i haven't had an episode for a little while i've had some issues with the other person that helps me run this so I'm actually going to have Curtis as a weekly guest, pretty much going to take over his position unless we all three do it. We're going to see how this goes today. Um, what I want to start with is the news today with Aaron Rodgers. I know you're a Lions fan. You don't like yeah. the Packers, but what do you think about this? Uh, I mean, it's been proven that him and Matt LaFleur uh, haven't really seen eye to eye. Which is surprising because last year I thought they did. He played phenomenal. They played phenomenal. And then out of nowhere, I I kind of saw this coming, but I mean, this is from left field. Like I didn't expect it really to happen today. Wow. I mean, it's 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 definitely crazy. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, my guess is I think they're going to probably they might trade him to the Niners for that third pick and some future picks, but I'm not sure. I'm going to do a little research and see what's going on. Um, I don't know. I don't know. This is, def- is definitely going to be interesting. Uh, it's definitely chaos and a way to shake up the draft today. All right. Do you, do you think they – do they trade Aaron Rodgers? Does it happen today? Does it happen in the future? Do they try to draft a receiver and try to get him to stay? Like, what do you think happens? From So I've been looking on Facebook and stuff. Um, just, uh, you know, it kind of seems like – I don't know. It could go either way. Really, it could go either way. I mean, they could trade. And, you know, potentially get that third pick. But, you know, that those first three picks are going to be interesting. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, if, if I'm San Francisco, I mean, they're a QB away. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is the answer. He's a good quarterback. Don't think he's the answer. And honestly, I don't know if I would take a rookie QB with that roster. I don't know if any of the rookies besides Lawrence can even lead them. I go all out for Rodgers. I, I – I'd trade the third pick. I'd trade Garoppolo. I'd trade a future pick. And that's not just because I, I like the Packers. I just think the Niners are a QB away, and I would go all in. He's from California, too. Yeah, I mean, look at, you know, prime example, look at the Lions, the move that they made with Matthew Stafford and, you know, getting somebody like Jared Goff. Yeah, I mean it's not a bad deal. I mean, it's, no, it's, he, he went. He Stafford wanted going anyway. So to get a pick and golf back, it's like, man, the Lions did okay. I mean, they weren't going to win next year. No, Build for the future, especially yeah, yeah. with the, especially with the shitty division, and Aaron Rodgers possibly leaving. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, I mean, you got to look at it. the The division in whole right now, the quarterback position is weak. I, mean, I think this is the weakest QB that I could say that the North has had in yeah. a while. I mean, who's the best, Kirk Cousins? Like that, I mean, I guess Rodgers, unless, you know, once he gets traded, which is going to happen. So, like, the best technically now is Cousins, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, and I mean, 
Cousins struggles. I mean, Bad. when he when he struggles, he struggles. It's yeah. not, you know, you have Rodgers. I mean, prime example, look at, you know, last year, week, what was it, four or five with the yep. Lions and the Packers? Yep. I mean, to say going into halftime that the Packers were going to take a 17-14 lead going into the half, you know, as a Lions fan, I sat, I sat there in that first quarter and I was shocked. Yeah. You know, but, you know, with Rodgers, you know, on the outs, who knows? Because, I mean, that – I mean, that will be a big blow to, you know, that whole receiving core because – Oh, my goodness. So, that – what happens to Adams for fantasy now? It's like, oh, you know, as an Adams fan, dude, I don't even know if I'd draft it. That, that's the same thing for Kamara. Like, dude, Kamara's fantasy radar just went completely down because of Breeze gone. I ain't trusting – I'm definitely not going to trust Jameis. Or Taysom. He, or Taysom. Neither one Case, – Taysom can't throw short or deep. And Jameis, I mean, he just throws the ball like Brett Favre. You know, he hopes for the best. So I don't trust none of that. Yeah, I mean, fantasy is going to be definitely different this year. But, you know, here's here's a prime example, though. You look at Jameis under Bruce Arians when he first came down to Tampa. I mean, Jameis, he was a 30 TD guy, but through 30 picks. Yeah, 30 and 30. But you got to look at it like this. I mean, Brady struggled in that offense. That's true. I mean, I guess the only person – I mean, Kamara's not bad if you can get him closer to the second round in a 10-man team league. But Michael Thomas is probably the guy that have there because you know, I mean, Jameis is going to launch that ball to him. Oh, yeah. So that's probably the guy to have. I think that Michael Thomas might be the number one receiver next year with Rodgers possibly leaving. Yeah, I could see that. that yeah. What's, what, what do you think the Lions need to work on? Definitely defense. And I think defense. they're, they're going to go with uh, Michael Parsons by far. They have to. Yeah. I mean, that, that's yeah. a steal at that spot. Oh yeah, definitely. He's, a, I mean, he's top ten pick, possibly. So yeah, it's it's an easy pick. I mean, it's safe. It's definitely you safe. know you know it's draft night, so anything can happen. Oh, I'm I mean, excited. If he's not there, then you, do you look at somebody like Pitts? Because I mean, the Lions are struggling on the wide receiver core. That is true. They, and Kyle Pitts is a tight end, but he plays like a receiver. But dude, mm-hmm. he he's going top five. If the Falcons yeah. don't get him, they're they're idiotic. They, I think you know. I'm saying this right now, early on. I think Pitts could be a Claypool, like an easy Claypool type of person that can come in and play that wide receiver position. And if you yep. need him to, you know, especially you know, how tight ends are these days. I mean, you got... So, Dom a dozen. Yeah. So, I mean, to find yourself a solid tight end pick, I mean, I think the last, like, huge actual tight end recently, I mean, you've got to look at TJ Hawkinson. He came out and... He just had, hasn't lived up to his potential. No, no, but... But I know what you mean, yeah. I mean, that New England project that Detroit I, was yeah, trying was horrible. I but like Pitts, I mean, man. I like him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Pitts is a good guy. I mean, you look at, you know, prime example, you know, first pick, Jacksonville. Yep. You if, already if, know where they're going. Yeah. If they don't 
If they don't go Lawrence, it has to be then... Fields just because Urban Meyer. Yeah, but there, I wouldn't go that. The I, I don't. I mean, Fields is he's good, but I don't put him above Lance or Wilson. And I mean, you look at it in general. I mean, Jacksonville. This that's a interesting place right now. It's yeah, because you know you got that rookie head coach, and on top of it, this is that's not their only draft pick. No, you got to go Lawrence. I mean, like he Lawrence has yeah. been the number one pick for the last technically like three years. So. so you have, but I mean, I could see them possibly going with Fields too because of Lawrence's injury problem. Do you okay? If you go Fields, do you trade down? I would like I would trade with, let's say hypothetically, the Packers get the third pick, and then the Packers are like, well, hey, we'll give you our third, and I think they have the twenty ninth for the first. So then, obviously, you know, you can see the Packers getting Lawrence. And you can see Fields going to the Jaguars or just something like that. You know, I, I can see some bullshit happening. I don't think it will. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even think Rodgers will be traded tonight. But, no. I mean, we'll see. I don't I don't know. That, But there's been so many times that Rodgers has had issues with the front office in Green Bay. It's not always been. It's been since about 2015, man. Like, this, yeah. is, this is six years too late. Yeah. I mean, this is. You know, this is prime example, you know, because realistically, when you look at Green Bay's offense, you put anybody in that line, you know, underneath that line, you're going to you're going to succeed. Yeah, as long as you don't throw interceptions, you'll be okay. So, I mean, you know, do you ask for the third pick, a future pick in Jimmy Garoppolo? So then you get let's say they draft Trey Lance. And let Jimmy Garoppolo play a year or two. Let Trey Lance and Love behind them, and then make your decision on Lance or Love. Or do you trade Love tonight with that twenty ninth to try to move up? I mean, you could. They got to do something. I don't I mean, think real... Love's the answer. No, no. I think, I think you know, prime example. If Love was going to be the next guy. He he would have already proven it already. Yeah, you can't be behind Tim Boyle on the depth chart, bro. Like, come on. No, no disrespect to Tim Boyle or whatever, but no, no. I mean, I mean, who who is that? That's that's Curtis Painter type shit, bro. Yeah, that's that's you know you're you're looking at a career backup potential journeyman. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at look at Geno Smith. I mean, Geno Smith found up. I mean, that was kind of a shock with Seattle re-signing Geno for one year. I mean, that, that tells you right there, then, you know, Seattle, Seattle's a ticking time bomb. They've been a ticking time bomb since that defense. I mean, that defense is not, you know, as dangerous as it once was. No, they're, they're a thing in the past. And that's another thing. What if, what if the Packers trade that 29th Aaron Rodgers for, for Wilson? I mean, Wilson did go to Wisconsin for a year. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I mean, there's a the, the, the Packers. They hold potential. the card. Yes, yeah. they hold the cards. So I'm not mad as a Packer fan, but man, I mean, I guess it come out the wrong time, kind of like the Paul George trade. This is just like now, you know, last week you could have got the third and probably three extra picks, and now it's maybe the third and the extra pick because of the news. And on top of it, I mean, honestly, between me and you, you know, I obviously. You, if you're Rodgers, it's got to be the right move. 
They, I, I think he wants to go back home to California, and I, I think he only wants to play for the Niners. And I mean the the Niners, you know, it's Jimmy G was not the Tom Brady of the future, and he don't fit that style of offense. No, you need and a gunslinger. That's why, like, I was really shocked, you know, as a Lions fan, that it was you know with Jared Goff. Because I really assumed that they were going to be pushing hard at that, you know, at San Fran with Jimmy Garoppolo because yep. Kyle Shanahan's been on, you know, wanting to have Matthew Stafford. And yep. I mean, that whole thing, I mean, just realistically, you know, it's it's a difficult thing, especially now because, you know, I feel like that's the, you know, the prime issue, you know, this year, if, you know, Rogers does go, you know, realistically, I think San Fran is going to be the only place I could see him really flourish. Yeah. Now with Stafford and, in, in, in LA. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I could, I could see Rogers with the Rams, but that, that right there has sailed, but I don't know. I think you guys did good. I don't know if the Rams got much better. And then with the Lions getting a third rounder this year, a first rounder next year, and a first rounder in 2023, like this wasn't even a move to get golf. This was a move for the draft picks. And it was a smart move. Everybody's hating it, blah, blah, blah. They know what they're doing. But I mean, realistically, though, you know, coming from my perspective as a Lions fan, it's hard because we've been promised. I mean, you you go all the way back, and this is a blast from the past. I mean, you look at Charlie Batch. You know, that was his chance to flourish yeah. as a starting QB was in Detroit. And, you know, he didn't hold up to the potential. I mean, realistically, the Lions before Stafford you know, Kitna and most, you know, yeah, all, most people couldn't even name the quarterback before Stafford, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is with Stafford and this Lions team, you know, I'm not trying to be a homer, but realistically, you know, I think the Lions came out, you know, getting Dan Campbell, I think was the best move. It is a complete 180 turn from what they had. And from the sounds of it, it was, you know, not, you know, sunshine and rainbows under Patricia. Patricia came in thinking he was top dog. He's just not a head coach. No, he's not. And, I mean, obviously he ran back to New England with his, you know, tail between his legs and, you know, got a hold of Bill Belichick and was like, you know what, I'm ready to come back. Yep. I mean – it's it's going to eventually happen to Brian Flores. You know, it's it's a common thing. I mean, Bill O'Brien was really the only assistant that actually has done did a good thing at a consistent basis, but Houston that that front office is terrible. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you're keeping Deshaun who that's a whole nother story. I don't I don't know if I need to believe it, if I have no idea. That 
I, I mean, we got to see more evidence, but damn, dude, I, I don't know about that situation. But then, you know, going back to a name I just brought up, another team, I mean, a team that made moves that don't make moves in free agency, New England. Yeah. I mean, look at who they got in free agency. I mean, any, any big name out there, you know, they threw money at. You know, how is that going to work with Cam Newton? They stacked up their offense. Yeah. But, I mean, it's Cam Newton. I mean, let's be honest. Cam Newton, when he's on his game, he's on his game. He was hurt, though. I mean, you got to give it to him. He was hurt. He wasn't get protected. I I think he'll have a better year this season. Um, But I don't be surprised if they don't go after Jimmy Garoppolo. That was Bill Belichick's guy. Yeah, and I think think Garoppolo would flourish in that style of offense i mean yeah it's san francisco is that one weird team that really i mean when they got kyle shanahan i was like oh that another two years and they're going to be on to the next thing but i mean he's you know this is a huge step for 49ers because you know everybody was garoppolo this garoppolo that and then you know, it's it's hard to be a consistent quarterback right now in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, because it starts with the line. And yep, yep. if you don't have a line, then you're not going to do anything. I mean, he, uh, Shanahan's done everything except for a Super Bowl there. So, yeah, you, you get Rodgers, they're for damn near the favorite to come out of the NFC. There's – and that's just it is the NFC is so – wide open yeah i mean look at how bad the east is i mean you throw in the lions in that division you know they're top three yeah you know you throw in you know really anybody in that division you're gonna you're gonna succeed you know and succeeding in the nfl is dangerous at times there's a Especially, lot of teams that could do it this year. A lot. Yeah. Like we're going into next season where there's probably ten contenders. And to be honest with you, a team that I can't believe I'm actually saying this right now that could be a contender, Cleveland. That defense, yep. That, that, defense that by Cleveland one person. Team, yep. That Cleveland team was just, you know, what they've done. Yep, I, I, I'm 100% on with that. I, Cleveland looks good. Obviously, I don't know if Tampa Bay is going to do what they did last year. Like, I don't know. I'm not not a believer in that. Obviously, the Chiefs and the Ravens. Um, I think the Chargers will be better this year than last year with Herbert having a full season under his belt. But, I mean, you also, you know, it's another new style of coaching. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why – the top tier teams have, you know, stayed in those top tier positions. You got John Harbaugh, who, you know, is he's he's going to have a statue built out in front of M and T Bank Stadium at some point, yeah. or if they change their sponsor because it feels like every year stadiums change names. But no, it's I think Harbaugh is going to be one of those all-time coaches in Baltimore and you know you just look at that team prime example I mean bringing back Cleveland 
you know, going back, you know, if I'm a Cleveland faithful, you know, watching Baltimore do what they're doing is really a stab in the back. Yeah. And, I mean, that team has always been good since coming to Baltimore. I mean, just, you know, prime example, you know, you got that dangerous, you know, you have Lamar, J.K., um, so many powerful weapons in Baltimore, you know, you know, that's a team that I could see potentially trading away that late first round pick. Oh, makes sense. And who do they get? They got Sammy Watkins all in my off season. So I think that's a good pickup. He's never really had a chance to be the, the top guy. Cause I'm not, I'm not a believer in Hollywood Brown. He's had his chance. Uh, you nah. see, and when Hollywood Brown came out, He's he's like that Marvin Jones type of yeah, wide yeah. receiver. He's that he's that good two guy, but stepping into that one role is, you know That's hard to do. Yeah. And I mean, prime example, you know, you look at, for example, the Giants who got Kenny Galladay in in this offseason, you know, what are what is the Giants really gonna do? Because you know, Galladay wanted that big time money, and he's getting that big time money in the in New York. But you know, both New York teams—they're trash. Yeah, but I mean, everybody knew they were going to be trash when Adam Gase went to the Jets. I mean, that was a horrible. That was a horrible pickup. Yeah, and then they're about to get Wilson tonight. They're going to ruin this guy's career. That someone that has, you know, Patrick Mahomes type ability and now he's gonna be another I don't know, gimme a QB. Um he's gonna be another uh, who who can I compare him to? You see, and that's a difficult one because it's hard to compare him really. Yeah. I mean he, he could have another like a Mitch Trubisky type bullshit. You know, Mitch mm-hmm. should have he should have went somewhere and balled out. Now he's behind in in Buffalo, so uh, I feel bad for Wilson. Lawrence Lawrence has the the best chance um, to succeed. Well, maybe it, it like then it, it depends what the Niners do. You know, and anyone that goes to the Niners has a really good chance to succeed. And I mean, you look at it in prime example. I mean, transitioning from the college game to the professional game that it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a real big test for Urban Meyer. Because, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, you can create talent. Look at Nick Saban. Yeah. Nick, Nick Saban has done, you know, hugely. I mean, you know, you know, he leaves Michigan State, goes to LSU, makes that into a program that, you know, was lacking for a while, and then goes to Miami and does absolutely nothing. Yep. You know, and that's that's going to be interesting because Cliff found his his guys. And yeah. with Houston doing what they did with DeAndre, I mean that is you knew you knew that Kyler was going to do better this year with that wide receiving core. I mean, yeah. Larry, Larry still was coming out there getting those tough yardage. Yes, surprisingly. But Kyler's good, man. He's smart with the ball. Yeah, I mean, it's a prime example. You know, year one, 
year one was a huge stepping stool for him because, you know, there were so many games year one that they were down big. I mean, there, there's a, there was a bunch of games like that. And, yeah, that makes shit happen. And that's just it. Is I feel like Kyler's not getting the same respect as Lamar because of his throwing I like, ability. I like Kyler better, to be honest. I, I trust him more on my team than I would Lamar. I feel like Lamar does a lot of dump and chucks. Yep. It's, yep, yep. it's you know, here you go, Hollywood, you know, go and see if you can get a touchdown. That's what I'm saying. Like, outside of running, he doesn't throw deep. He makes safe plays, but, like, people credit him a little too much. It's more on your tight end and the receivers of the yards after the catch that they're doing. I mean, Lamar's cool. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a – I don't know if he's top five to ten. I have no idea. I'd have to look down and see all the people, but I think I can name five QBs right now that I'd rather have over him, and Kyler being one of them. You know, and yeah, I mean, he's good though. Don't get me wrong. L- Lamar's great. You know, he he was always good, but it's smart throws that Kyler has. Yep, yep. It's smart, but he takes a chance. You know, yeah. he'll go deep. He'll make the play. Lamar makes safe plays, but like you said, he just dumps it off and then they just go. And that's why I don't think they can, you know, get to the Super Bowl because I, I just, he's got to make more plays. He needs to work out with like Peyton Manning in the offseason or something. He needs to get his throwing technique down because well, yeah. he has so many different techniques and his footwork's all over the place and his. His motion, like, it's never the same. So, I don't know. He's got a lot to work on. Yeah, it's definitely something to work on. I mean, it's... He's good. It's it's a weird thing because from weeks one until 17, Lamar is untouchable. Yep, and then he gets hurt for some reason, and then he plays hurt. Yeah, he gets hurt week 15. And it's just like ongoing stories as, as a starting QB and you're hitting week 15 and you already have the division. Bruh, you got 12, 13 fucking wins. Why are you guys not resting him? It's, and it's not even resting him. It's also working on those tight throws. You know, you and can you're, still yeah. it, Stop it's, running the ball when you're already got the division. You know, and that's just it, you know, coming as two people sitting here that, you know, talk about sports, you know, it's it's easy for us to sit here and say. Yeah, I mean, when, when you got people running at you, I know what you mean, but. But, yeah. I mean, at the same time, that offensive line, you know, I know we've been talking a lot about Baltimore, and it's because they're, they're that team that's that one step away. I mean, they're all they're they're damn near complete. What they're missing really is a top receiver that can help Lamar look a little bit better. Um, I mean, they need somebody like Julio Jones would be a really good fit there. They need somebody that is a vet that can come in and help him. That's what you he know, needs. And the weird thing is too, when you look at it like this, you know, prime example of Baltimore, you know, getting that wide receiver, they easily probably could have offered anything for like 
and I know I'm high on him because, you know, people are going to think, oh, it's because I'm a homer. No. Kenny Galladay would have been Perfect. a really – Yeah. It, he's that DeAndre Hopkins-like ability to where you throw the ball up, you know, he's got one or two guys on him, you know, he's going to be that guy that needs yep. – Yeah. And There's he's, very he's few young. people that can do yeah. that. Yeah, and he was young and he was a young enough player to where that offense could be solidified for years. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Baltimore, I think they got the the 27th and the 31st. They got two first rounders. I would offer both of those and go for Julio Jones. I, I would go all in for a top receiver that can help Lamar because they're a team in the AFC that's real close to going to a Super Bowl. It lacks offense, offense ability out there. You know, and prime example now is what does Atlanta do? Uh, they, mean, they have to go pits. I mean, there's no other. Well, the, I wouldn't go QB because Matt Ryan is fine, man. People over-exaggerate. He's still a top 10 QB. Get, get Kyle Pitts. Yeah, and, but they also need to focus on that defense. That defense is – you know, the reason why they give up all these points. I yeah. mean. Then you, you have own. to trade back then. I mean, you can't go yeah. defense really until later in the first round. And, you know, that's why, you know, I think you could see probably some early draft picks getting moved around. a little. They bit. could. I can see them. If they don't go pits and then they're going to trade back. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, we'll have hours left. I'm excited. I can't wait. Um so you think is Trevor a for sure lock for number one? Oh yeah. Do you think he had fantasy wise, is he gonna have a really good first year? Or is it gonna be kind of like a Burrow Herbert situation where you're gonna have him but you're not gonna start him every week? You see, this is where you cannot sleep on urban Meyer. no I, I i i'm drafting lawrence and fantasy i mean i'm not going to take him over you know the top five ten guys but he's going to be someone that you can grab and stash and by week five six or seven he's balling out and i mean either that or he's a good bye week qb bam exactly boom so you know you get patrick mahomes and then you're like yo Patrick Mahomes on a bye week. Trevor Lawrence is playing the shitty Texans. I'm going to stream him. You know, he gets you a quick little 20, 30 points. And that's just it. Is Urban has created so many first-round draft picks. I'm with it. That, that's why I'm almost like, man, do you trade back and go fields? I don't know. It just – it really – okay. If he doesn't go Lawrence, it's Fields. And the only reason why I could see him going Fields is the style of quarterback he did in Ohio. Yeah, where he's from. You know, and man, that's I, I'm excited. It's going to be interesting. The Jaguars have a solid defense, and then they got DJ, they got Marvin Jones, they got Chenault. I mean, they got they're they're not a bad team, especially with who knows what the hell the Colts are going to do. I like the wins move. I think it, they got him for a bag of chips, um, and I think I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a really 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 good year, top five running back fantasy wise. Um, obviously, the fucking 
Texans are a dumpster fire. And then the Titans are there too. So I can see like, I can see those three teams fighting for that first place spot. Um, if I had to pick, I, I like what the Colts are doing. I'll put them number one with one game over the Titans. So I'll go, I'll go Colts 11 or 12 wins, Titans 10 to 11. And then I'll say the Jags might go about 500. That's, that's pretty much what I can see this year. And then obviously the Jags are going to build better and better. And I think in three or four years, they're going to be a contender. Yeah. And I think definitely free agency is going to be Urban Meyer's bread and butter the first yeah. couple of years. Yep. I mean, you look at it, you know, getting Marvin is a good pickup down there. And it's a good move, you know. And I think the Wentz move, you know, not a lot of people were eh about Wentz. Very good pickup. But I think it's it's a good deal on both ends. He's going to have a um... – Because, I mean, you look at what Phillip Rivers did. And, you know, the Colts weren't even on my radar last year. Like, they, yeah. were, they were that team that, you know, they have been building through the draft. And they've continuously have been doing that for years. Yep. And you get you get those guys who, you know, can those veteran guys that can come in and solidify certain positions like Philip Rivers. I mean, that what Rivers did with that team just proves, you know, that Rivers has always been a good QB. I wouldn't say great QB, or he would have done more in. San in San Diego slash LA. Yeah. But I mean though that draft that move from Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers, I mean, it changed both of their lives for the better. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, you know, just imagine Drew Brees in a Chargers uniform. He wasn't he wouldn't do anything. Yeah. No, neither I... and neither in New Orleans with Rivers. I mean I think the Colts have a good young core of receivers. Yep. Pittman's going to have a really good year. Oh, yeah. Pittman, Pittman was that one pick that he's that, you know, he's that guy that's going to get you those tough yards that you need towards the end of the game. I mean, and then, you know, we've talked before about Jonathan Taylor and – you know, Jonathan Taylor, you know, that – those three running backs that went last year. Yeah. I mean, Swift, Taylor, and who else was it? I can't remember. But there was three of them that were all fighting that second round. And I think each team between Indianapolis and Detroit both, you know, walked out with steals at running back. I mean – They did. And they – well, Clyde – and then Dobbins. So, you know, that whole little crew right there, no one did wrong. No. I was surprised Clyde went before everybody. That, mm-hmm. that didn't make no sense to me. I would have I would have figured it would have been Swift or Dobbins in that situation because of the style of play. But, hey, you know, obviously it worked for him because they made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. And I'm going to go back to – because you talked about Breeze, obviously the Saints, and then Urban Meyer with the free agency. Don't be surprised if once 
Michael Thomas's contract is up if he doesn't go to the Jaguars. I can see that happening. I think that would be something that would be actually really good. You know, it goes back with Urban, who's former coach, and then I mean, who doesn't want to play with Trevor Lawrence, bro? Like, well, and I also looked uh, a little bit ago. You know, they're I guess Jacksonville's looking at bringing in Tebow as a tight end. Yeah, so that, that's that's dope. I mean, at 36 years old, 35, uh, I mean, you're ruining a roster spot for, you know, a younger, more talented player. True. But if he can come in and can, like contribute, you know, hey, it's not, yeah. not a terrible that's idea. That's just it. You know, he, he tried the baseball thing. And, you know, it was more hype than anything. You know, he was – I think when they brought him up to AAA, that wasn't the right move from the Mets organization. But yeah, they just they just wanted uh, some fans in the stands. But yeah, you know, I but you know that San Fran pick for me tonight is going to be the interesting one, just because of the news of Rogers. You know, yep. I think that could be the the interesting pick at three is what they're going to do. I agree. It makes you wonder. Like it's it's gonna it's like it's like WWE, bro. It's like man, you're just gonna tune in because you want to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know, and that's just it. You know, the talent teams. You know, I, there's not one team out there that you know, outside of the NFC East, because we all know that's the redheaded stepchild. Well, I mean, you just, you just have too many missing links, too many teams in that division, Yep. you know, and it just doesn't help, you know, New York is that, you know, it's the make it or break it city. It still is, no matter what, you know, because you got the media scrutiny of everything. So I think overall, you know, Sam Darnold, obviously, I mean, you're talking about a man whose first throw was a pick six. Yeah. You know, as soon as that happened, he's he wasn't your guy. He wasn't the guy. You know, I Darnold, to me, that draft, was nowhere a first-round draft pick. No. But it's what weak drafts help. You know? Well, I do, I do know this This draft for the quarterback is very strong. So if there's any chance that the Packers want to move on from Rodgers, this is it. They better make their goddamn choice tonight because tonight's the most they're going to get in the trade. You know, if they wait, keep waiting and waiting and waiting, they're going to end up with motherfucking Robert Griffin Jr. playing. Yeah, I mean – it's, you know, it's prime example, you know, one team to kind of change things up a little bit, Dallas. Yeah. I mean, Dallas, this was the draft for McCarthy and everybody to get the quarterback of the future because obviously Dak isn't it. Dak isn't the answer, and, you know what to do now because I mean 
you can only you're only going to keep Zeke as long as you're winning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Uh, I'm interested to see um, Dak come back and play. Um, they said he's almost 100 percent healthy, but I don't know. We'll see. That's another move. You know, the Packers will always try to make a move towards. I mean, towards Dak. Anybody. I mean. When it comes to Rodgers, I'd assume anyone not named Brady or Mahomes is probably available. Oh yeah. I mean, I would I would add in, you know, Stafford into that mix too because it seems like that's the way McVay wants to go. Yeah. But I mean, overall there's not one team that you know outside of Miami that I really don't see Rodgers excelling and that's not saying anything bad about what blind what excuse me what Brian Flores has done in Miami I mean he's put butts back in those seats true that's something the Dolphins needed for a long time but it's you know I think there's that could be a sneaky team that division yeah but you know overall you know I think overall the teams to beat in the AFC has got to be Casey and Baltimore so do I think with with somebody like the Bills the Titans and the Colts behind. Um, that's just what I think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Buffalo, you know, Buffalo is regaining power. Yeah. And, you know, it's just telling you how good these young talents are. Mixed Diggs, in. bro. Diggs, though. He snapped. And then you can't leave out the Browns and the Steelers, but, I mean... Man, like uh, outside, I I mean, it's probably the Chiefs. You know, they're the team that's going to come pretty much every year. But, you know, I think Diggs was the prime example of a tough secondary division in the NFC North. Yeah. And that was just it. It's, you know, when you see teams twice every year, you know, you can only do so much for four or five years. And then, you know, eventually, you know, the younger guys are coming in quicker, they're coming in faster. And it's just a prime example of how good, you know, the NFC North was. Yeah. But, you know, Buffalo, you know, and then, you know, you, you know, add in the Colts, you know, and the Browns, you know, the Browns are a few key pieces of way of being that Baltimore of the future. They need a better offensive line slightly. Oh. I mean, QB is okay, obviously. Uh, running back and then um, receivers. I would not trade Odell. People want to trade him. I wouldn't. Um, they got a good tight end. They got a good defense. So really just protection. That's it inconsistency yeah and you know that's 
you know, you're you're in a division that was run by New England and Tom Brady for years. You know. Yep. So now it's wide open. I like well, kinda now you gotta deal with Mahomes, but I'm excited, yeah. man. There's about five teams in NFC and AFC that can all make their way into that picture. I'm definitely excited for it. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be an interesting year. You know. Yep, and then fantasy-wise, I mean, there's no – at this point, is there really a, a set in stone first overall pick? Like, I mean, you can say McCaffrey, but, like, with Darnold there, I'm nervous about that. I don't – I mean, we – Got hurt a lot this year. Barkley got hurt. Like so, is there really a number one overall pick? Yeah, and it's there really isn't. I mean, you can't definitely you can't go away from getting a getting a a Lamar. I mean, he's one of the main reasons why I won my fantasy. Yeah. Seven and six. There's only two QBs that you can think of in the first round as Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. But like that number one overall pick, the only three, four people I could say would be McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and Barkley. That would be the top four with I think Jonathan Taylor is gonna be one of those guys. I do. I think people sleeping on him this year. I mean, look at what he did last year with half the carries these top people got, and he was still, I believe, top 10 or something. So I think he's going to be all right. That's somebody I would look into, especially with uh, Mario Mack coming off the injury, and I think they're going to focus on Jonathan Taylor. I'm all in for Taylor. I wouldn't take him if I had the number one pick, but I would take him in the first round. And that's just it. Is Mack's always been that good to running back. Yep. That guy that can come in, you know, get a couple drives and – you know, help take the load off. And that's just it. It's taking the load off. I mean, that's just it. You know, you look at Barkley and McCaffrey, both of them solid, solid running backs. But you look at what carries can do to you in the league. I mean, that's the only reason why Taylor ended up going to the Colts to begin with. It's because of all of the carries he had in college. I mean, That's not, you know, and that's saying something because, you know, Taylor was always that top running back in a running back heavy Big Ten. Yep. I mean, they always, you know, the the the, the Badgers always have top running backs. That's the only thing that worries me about Taylor is he has a ton of mileage on him. But, uh, I mean, the, the Colts used him pretty well. They didn't overplay him, which was very smart. And then they wait. They waited till the second half of the season to kind of let him go. Very smart move. Notice too, like you look at everybody that went in that second round, running back wise. You know, Swift. You know, yeah, they all waited till the second half of the season to kind of unleash them. And then you know, with you know, prime example of you know making the right moves is, you know, when players get hurt. You know, especially at that young age. Slides over Hilaire got hurt that uh end of the season that i mean he played but you know that they played him a lot at the beginning and that's just it it's mileage like you said keyword mileage yep i'm with it i am excited um i mean i know we got 
I wanted to keep this around an hour, so we got about 13 minutes. That'll put us, you know, that'll put us give or take about 15 minutes before the draft starts. We can kind of run through the mock a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is probably the pick. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense to go elsewhere, I guess, unless they go Fields and you can't take Fields first. You'd have this trade back because I mean, Fields is actually projected to go like ninth or tenth. So. You know, I, I I wouldn't take him first. Second, the Jets. I mean, Zach Wilson. You know, he's he's gonna be good mm-hmm. as long as they don't ruin this kid. But that's who I'd take second. And then you kind of get into the third overall pick with the Niners. They can either go Mac Jones. They can go Fields. They can go Lance. They can trade it. I mean, what what did, where do you think they're going? What do you think they're gonna do? That that's that's hard. Because yeah. there's so many. There are so many people that can go at three to the Niners. Um, I would go – I wouldn't sleep on them getting – potentially getting fields. And the only reason why I say that is from a guy we talked about earlier, Kyler. And yeah. you see what Arizona is doing with that whole thing. Kyle is a innovator. You know, why the 49ers brought him in. He's that innovator that, you know, he's just like, he's just like his dad. I think they go fields. There's a lot of rumors about Mac Jones. Dude, I don't like Mac Jones. I don't think he's going to be that good. I think, I think fields should be the pick there. He's safe. He can move. He's mobile. He can throw. Mm. I mean, look at his pro day, bro. He was throwing bombs. Oh yeah. That, that pro day was, you know, and you got to think he hadn't probably touched a football until then. And he got hurt during the season. Yeah. So I, I would go Fields. That's a safe pick. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, that's just me. And then Atlanta, I think Kyle Pitts is the, yeah. the pick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, then you get into if they don't go, If they don't go Pitts, I don't know. They trade. Uh, Cincinnati, Jamar Chase, he obviously played with Burrow 100%. And Cincinnati needs a replacement for A.J. Green. I think Jamar yeah. Chase has to be the pick. Mm-hmm. I think that's a solid pick. You know, uh, Miami, I think that'd be another receiver and Jalen Waddle, you know, from Alabama. They did get Will Fuller, which he's great, but he gets hurt too much. Um, and Devontae Parker is another person that gets hurt. So I will go Waddle. Makes a yeah. lot of sense to me. Then who has the who has the seventh pick? Detroit. Is it Detroit? They might they might trade that. I can see them trading up to move back to go defense because, like, the top 10 is pretty much going to be offense. But if not, you could go QB. I know you guys got golf, but you could go QB. And that's what I've been reading, and, you know, it's been the hot topic for the last two months. Yeah, Trey Lance would be my pick for you guys. You know, but, you know, nobody really knows much about what Dan Campbell wants to do at QB. It's going to be good, man. It's going to be, it's going to be a good draft. There's a, a lot of very good players in the first round. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you have a solid, you know, you look at certain teams like the, the jets, they got two picks, Jacksonville, two picks. Yep. Uh, yep. Got Baltimore, two picks. You have these teams that have picks that are willing and able to let things go. And they can trade and move on. They can trade out the first round. 
they can trade both those picks and move up even closer. And it's, I'm excited. I'm honestly really, I want to see, I think my, the most excited pick I'm for is number three. I want to see what the Niners do. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much, you know, after the top three, there's so much movement that could happen. Yep. That, you know, because you look at somebody like Pittsburgh, you know, you took Mason Rudolph pretty much out of your picture. Yeah. When you brought back Ben Roethlisberger. And that could be a move, you know, they could move with, you know, Atlanta, you know, get, you know, Atlanta get some key pieces that they could take from, you know, that, that, you know, depth that Pittsburgh has. True. The other thing Pittsburgh I could see doing is going running back. There's some good running backs too. Uh, NTN, Harris, there's some, there's some good running backs. I'm excited for this draft. I mean, shit, we got a little over 30 minutes. I am 1,000% excited. Um, so we kind of covered that, who we think is going to go in the first couple picks. Do you think there's going to be a bunch of trades tonight? Mm. I, I mean, there might be swaps for picks. The only big trade I can see is there might be a move for Rodgers. There could. I mean, even if – San Francisco could draft somebody, and then later they could make that trade later in the night. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited I mean, to see this. Yeah. So I obviously it's hit or miss right now. I mean, like I said, you know, a few minutes ago, that the top three picks, the only move I could really see is San Fran. Yeah. Yeah. But Jacksonville's not, I don't think they're going to move on. I think Lawrence, I mean, I'm willing to bet a hundred bucks on Lawrence going first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool. You know, the I mean, what what are the odds that you think Rodgers gets traded tonight? Uh, what What do you think? Hundred percent. Where would you put it? Realistically, I'd go about thirty. Yeah, I don't see it happening. I I could see it happening the next couple of days, but then the Packers just lose out on who they want to draft, and then yeah, I don't know. So if if Rodgers goes, who's the best fit? From this draft class between Mac Jones, Lance, and Justin Fields with them. Trying to think of the style that Matt LaFleur plays. I think it's Trey Lance, the yeah. dude balled out in college. I mean, I think it was like 28 touchdowns here, interception. So he's very, very um, protective in the well, pocket. Yeah. So that, that's what I think. The, if not him, Fields. Yeah. The only issue that I would have with Lance is the fact that North Dakota state decided to not play football this year. And he doesn't have very many starts under his belt. No. And you're talking about a dominant team. You know, there's not, I mean, you had Appalachian state for many years. I mean, what people don't understand is when they beat Michigan, they were five time national champions. I see what you're saying. Trey Lance I guess can pull another like Jordan Love type. Like he reminds me of Jordan Love a little bit. So, but it, is that is that Carson kind of shadow? You think that's gonna affect him personally in the draft? Yeah, keep people away. I mean, because Carson was the next thing, you know, yeah. out of North Dakota. 
and you know injuries. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I think I think Fields is the safest pick for the Packers to go with. I like I said before, I don't like Mac Jones. I want nothing to do with Mac Jones. I think of the f- the four, he's the bust. Yeah. Just my gut feeling. And like if, if San Francisco takes him third, they're going to look back in five years and regret not taking Fields. And it's it's a running man's QB game now. Yep. You know, it's you got to have that, you know, as linemen get weaker and weaker, because let's be honest, you know, we're talking in the 80s and 90s, linemen were fat people. They weren't this muscular built. Hell no, they weren't 6'5", 6'6", 6'7". They were 6'1", 6'2", 380, 400. Yeah, and I mean, and they were fat too. It wasn't like all muscle. It was, you know, some of them had some jiggle. Yep, yep. And now, you know, you're going away from big to speed. Yeah, they're out there built like DK Metcalf now. To where, you know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, definitely going to be interesting to see what happens tonight and then tomorrow. I mean, because, you know, that that Rogers carrot is dingling. That's what everybody's waiting for. And if I was Green Bay, I would definitely look at trading up and putting the ball in Rogers court. They could, they could try to trade up and get to him a top receiver, you know, hope that he stays. Yeah. And that's just it. It's, this is all hypothetical, you know, Rogers could say he doesn't want to come back to the team. And then tonight go live on Twitter and say, I never even said that. Like, so it's, it's, he say, she say, so that's actually a report that's being said. He's never actually – I don't think he's come out and actually said that yet. No. Uh, it's per somebody close to him within the organization. And as far as I knew, a couple months ago, I thought he said that he was all in. Yeah. That, so, like, this is coming – but this is also – you're talking months of contract negotiations. Yeah, and they haven't, they haven't agreed on one yet. But, you know, he could be saying this to tell them, you know, move the fuck up, get me some offense. Yeah. Give me, give me, you know, entice me with something. True. I mean, they got that that first round pick. I think they got a second. They got a couple different picks going through like the fifth from first to fifth. Why not bundle love and like the first pick and a second rounder and just try to move up to a team like um, like Denver? Denver needs a QB. They they, they ain't gonna roll with Teddy Bridgewater. You know, you can move up and go after a top receiver. You know, just. They need to look into making that move. They got to stop drafting these bum ass defensive players that don't even ever play, ever. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. They need Devonte Smith. That that's who they need from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I'm with it. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I mean, a little less than thirty minutes. I'm excited. So we're coming up on the hour. So we'll we'll. we'll cut this off for you guys i don't want to go too much longer so you don't get tired of listening but we'll probably come back maybe are you free tomorrow uh i gotta work okay when's your next when's the next day off uh sunday 
Sunday. We'll come back Sunday and talk. We'll try to make this every week. Um, figure out a day. I might come back on tomorrow alone or with Anik um, and kind of talk about the first round and what happened, especially if there's a big trade. Then we, If there's a trade tonight, then we might have to do this during the draft and come back and talk more about it. But um, Do you have anything else you want to say? Or I think this was a good first first episode and yep yep i'm with it well guys um it was great talking uh you got 30 minutes before the draft so enjoy that if you have any questions or you want anything to talk about with us or even if you want to be a guest just let us know we're going to try to give you updates on all sports not just football um some days we'll talk music etc cetera, etc cetera. but uh if you guys want to be a guest you want to talk about anything want us to talk about anything you know, message us, give us a comment. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, which is behind the goal. Um, you know, just get at us. So if you don't have anything else to say, uh, my name is Drew and that is Curtis. Bye. See you guys.